Yes? I've got three words for you. Nicholas freaking Cage. Okay. What amazing talent, what skill, what range this man has. And sure, some people will say that he's a hack who only makes crap movies, but those people just don't know his movies like I do, Bunny, like you do, like you and I do. And Bunny, I'll say uh, the name. This is what we're going to do, okay? We're going to play a game, all right? I'm going to say I've made a list of okay. my top 10 favorite Nicolas Cage movies, all right? Because he's done so many amazing movies. So I'm going to list my top 10 favorite Nicolas Cage movies. And you, Bonnie, will really quickly, because you're so good at this, yes. tell us the plot of the film. Okay, okay. Bunny? Uh, here you go. My own personal list of the top 10 Nicolas Cage movies. Number 10. The Great Panama Banana Explosion. Go! The Great Panama Banana Explosion. Yes, one of one of Nicolas Cage's finest performances, I think. Okay. Top ten. Uh, this is Nicolas Cage. He was a college student. He needed extra money so he could stay in school. Uh, so he put himself up for a scientific experimentation in which they were trying to uh, uh, cure erectile dysfunction, basically, and they were giving him a substance through, through injections uh, to make his penis larger and harder. Uh, but the banana exploded. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an incredible performance. Oh, yes, Nicholas. it was. Now, uh, my number nine favorite Nicolas Cage movie. It was difficult to pick one of the seven films in the franchise, but it, if I had to pick the best, uh, I went with... For my ninth favorite uh, Nicolas Cage movie, five, six, seven, eight, nine, Shark Heist 3, I felt, was the best Shark Heist movie out of the seven Shark Heist films that they've made yes. so far. But, but it, it, why don't you tell us really quickly the plot of Shark Heist 3? Shark Heist 3 um, is where... Nicolas Cage plays a very beloved uh, children's show host. Uh, mm. Very, very kindly man Nicolas Cage plays here. You, you, really, you really feel it. Um, and he decides that the best thing to do, the most compassionate thing to do, uh, to help heal our nation is to assassinate the president. So, uh, yes. yeah, so, so Nicholas Cage um, consults with King Friday mm -hmm. and formulates a plan on how to actually get into the White House and assassinate one orange bastard. 
and that that is I'm gonna I'm, no spoiler alerts here whether he's successful no or not I'm, yes. I'm, I'm not gonna say you know but yeah that is that is shark heist three yeah and who can forget the pie fight scene oh no oh that was classic classic my number eight favorite Nicolas Cage film of course is the Academy Award winning film Time Boxer. Yes. What was the plot of Time Boxer again, Bunny? Time Boxer. Uh, he worked for Amazon. He was on the line. Uh, and if he was timed for every package that he would box, uh, and if it didn't come into a certain amount of time, he would be fired and lose his job. Um, yes. And be another unemployed person during the pandemic who can't afford their rent. Um, so that, that is, it is, it's Nicolas Cage basically fighting against the corrupt corporate system that yes. is timing how fast he could box things. Yes. And it's not to be confused, of course, with Nicolas Cage's other film, Boxing Time, in which he played a yes. time traveling boxer. That one would be like number 11, but it didn't make the <laughs> Didn't make the cut of the top ten. Number seven, Frankensnail. Frankensnail. Uh, Frankensnail was an immigrant. It was actually Bert Frankensnail. Uh, he was from Romania, and uh, it, it's Nicholas Cage does a really touching performance of what the life of. Uh, a new immigrant to America is, you know, like he, he would go into the supermarket aisle and just like, look at the coffee and be like, Oh my God. Oh my God. There's so much coffee, you know? Um, and then he would get a parking ticket and he didn't know what to do about that. It's just like all the kind of confusion, uh, trying to adopt a new culture. Uh, un until he is eventually beaten to death by the police. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, number six, of course, is the film that I feel is even better, Bride of Frankensnail. Why don't you run us through that, the sequel to Frankensnail? Bride of Frankensnail um, is when they... They took Bert Frankensnail's body and reanimated it. But somewhere in the process, there was a change in gender. Mm, yes. So, so they went with the title Bride of Frankenstein. But it's really just Frankenstein. It's that whole, like, yeah. you know, is Frankenstein the doctor or is Frankenstein the monster? It's the same thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, number five on my list of the top 10 Nicolas Cage movies. <coughs> this one is a difficult plot. It's hard to explain, but I think you can do it, Bunny. The film is called Just Car Chases. Just Car Chases. Yeah. yeah. What this was that plot one, again? This one was fucking overlooked by the Academy, and it's a goddamn I, shame. Very much shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, this one is hard to sum up because it was so yeah. complex. I mean, I mean, yeah, so many different know, layers. Getting into the whole politics and political structure of the of the moon base is is one thing, but then when you mix it in with the corporate greed and um, Earth policies being placed on the moon base, you know, along with the orphans, which was fucking heartbreaking, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. You know, it became a very, very rich and complex plot. But basically... Nicholas Cage escapes from Epstein Island onto a moon base and claims sanctuary. Ah. Mm-hmm. But the orphans yeah. keep going missing. The orphans. The yeah. orphans. And it all tracks back to Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Now, Earth policy has become you could have sex with orphans. Sure. And they don't really matter anyway because they're not in the census. Yeah. Orphans are off of the census. Uh, very and, sad. And, 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 you know, it's a very anti-hero movie. So it's kind of like Norman Bates where you're watching Nicolas Cage and you really know he's a, he's a complete piece of shit with what he's doing with orphans. But like Norman Bates, you don't want to see him get caught. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah, you know he's the bad guy. You know he's the terrible person in this movie. But like, you know, as they keep getting closer, you kind of you, you want him to get away. You want him to go and become a lumberjack. Is basically it. yeah, yeah. So so that's number five on my list. The number my number four favorite Nicolas Cage movie is uh, of course. Out of the entire series, uh, I went with the last one, which I felt was was just the biggest film, Sleet Magetton Five. The last Sleet 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 Five, the last yes. in the Sleet Magetton series. Yes. Uh, look, Nicolas Cage in this movie can rock the galoshes. Okay. Yes. That's that that in itself should be the tag phrase for this. Yeah. <clears throat> but this is where Nicolas Cage is an Olympic figure skater and and he needs to practice. Uh he needs to practice before the big tournament in Japan in the Olympics this year. 2020, just like Akiru, fuck us all. Um, so he has to practice his skating before the competition, and the freezer mechanism is broken, so basically he's not really getting ice. He's yeah. getting a layer of sleep. Mm. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. and if he doesn't make this competition, you know, then children are gonna, gonna get, like, psychic powers and kill us all. I like Sleet Mageddon 5 because Gwyneth Paltrow is finally back. Yes. Because she was fired after the third one. 
And then she yeah. wasn't in the fourth one, and then she came back for the last one, and that's the reason why I like Sleep Mageddon 5 better than the other ones. The, my third favorite Nicolas Cage movie was a film I believe he did in Japan. It was called Doki Doki Cat Panic Senpai Love. Yes. Why don't, why don't you tell all of our listeners and viewers about Doki Doki Cat Panic Senpai Love? First, the dubbing was hysterical. Yes. You've got to admit that. But then uh, Nicholas Cage speaks English just like Nick Adams in those uh, uh, Toho films. Yes. Yeah. And, but still has his own voice dubbed back onto him. Yeah. Which, which is a very strange process. Yeah, we're uh, already in the process of dubbing everything, so they had him dub himself. Yeah. Nicholas Cage in this movie creates a giant mech. Okay? Mm-hmm. And and the mech goes berserk and starts destroying Japan. Okay, and and basically they have to go and find Nicolas Cage because Nicolas Cage is the only one who knows how to shut it down because he's the one who built it. Yeah. And he uses his Doki Doki powers, which, which which basically he got from like a compact. Like, and there would be little buttons in there, and he would press a button, and um, he would get his boots on, and his skirt, and his hair would be all flowy and pink or whatever. Um, and Nicolas Cage would then go fight the mech instead of using his knowledge to just shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun fact about Japan. In America, we've got the King James Bible, and then we have the new King James Bible, and then we have the new international version, and then we have the, the new translated version of the Bible. In Japan, they have the Kobayashi Bible, and in that one, um, uh, Judas becomes a 40-foot-tall monster with tentacles. Yeah. The only way for Jesus to feed him is to get all of the apostles to combine to form one giant apostle robot. <laughs> That's the Japanese Bible. The Japanese Bible is slightly different than the American Bible, is what I'm yeah. saying. It's very Japanese. In the Japanese Bible, Jesus isn't a carpenter. He's a BMX racer, just like Japanese Spider-Man. Yes. Yes, so, exactly. Different translations. Different translations. The number two... But, but both uh, equally true and equally but, valid. Yeah. Equally true. My second favorite Nicolas Cage movie is uh, probably not on everyone's top ten list, but I, me being me, I, I it has a soft part in my heart because I love all the Muppet films. Yes. You know, uh, Muppet Treasure Island, Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet The Thornbird. Uh, yes. Muppet Shogun, uh, Muppet Roots, but of course, uh, Muppet Battle Royale, but of course my favorite, and Nicolas Cage does an amazing job in this, is Muppet Cannibal Holocaust. Muppet um, Cannibal Holocaust, yes. What do you have to say about that one, Bunny? Uh, <coughs> it was kind of fun... I, it, it was kind of fun. I mean, I, it was nice that Nicolas Cage helped 
the Muppets find Fozzie, who was kidnapped in the Amazon. Um, we're really afraid what might happen to him there, you know. Uh, and and how he tied in Benjamin Franklin's glasses to figure out that uh, that Fozzie had been kidnapped by an Amazon tribe. That was some pretty brilliant and impressive stuff. And Nicolas Cage did sell it. I mean, yeah. he's, I mean, he's definitely, you know, he, he's not Indiana Jones, but he's like the Indiana Jones doll that you would get from the dollar store. Yeah, yeah, you dollar know? store Indiana Jones. That's like, yeah. like, yeah, Dakota Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'll tell you. Paul Williams can write some snappy songs about cannibalism. Yes, he can. Toe tappers. Toe tappers. <laughs> That's just what cocaine will do to you. And my number one favorite Nicolas Cage movie is, of course, everyone's favorite Nicolas Cage movie, without a doubt, hands down, the best Nicolas Cage film that's ever been made, Nun Gun. Nun Gun. Yes. Nun Gun. Which Love was a film. yeah, which was a secret military project, um, mm -hmm. which is why we're giving billions and billions of dollars to the military industrial complex, and it was to create this giant gun, you know, and yeah. it would it would fire nuns. Nun guns. So yeah. you would have yeah. So you would have like like we would do a nun gun attack on Japan on. on well, I'm fucking Japan. Why not? They've been too quiet lately. Hmm. And we'll just, we'll just pelt their entire country with nuns until yep. we nun them into submission. Nun them into submission. Yeah. So it's yep. kind of like the Manhattan Project. It has a Manhattan Project kind of vibe. Yeah. You know? But Nicolas Cage... Um, testing all the individual nuns to find out if they if they really have quite what it takes to be a projectile was no. was was pretty impressive yeah really it was almost like the patent speech you know what i mean yeah 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 so so those are my uh, top 10 nicholas cage movies thank you bunny for helping me with plots because you're so good with plots and I'm not that good with them. So I, thank you for that. And, you are and, welcome. Uh, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Natasha had some different things to say about these movies, but yeah. this was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. I like that yes, a lot. It was. Yeah. And yes, it was. Cut, yeah. And cut on that. <laughs>